0: Hello, Phil Croshaw here again from Passions and in this episode we're back motor racing, but this time with the ladies. Hello and a very warm welcome to this episode of Passions and today uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be joined by Joanne Diamond and Jo has got all sorts of various different things she's she's up to and I'm going to let her introduce herself because she'll do a lot better job than me uh, but she's going to talk today about motor racing and about opportunities for women and uh, all sorts of various different things and uh, obviously her passions. So Joe, very warm welcome to this episode of Passions. Uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and what your passion is.
1: Thank you, Phil. Pleasure to be here today. Um, so, yes, I have many, many, many passions and um, I'm very fortunate to be able to be working in, in something that I am extremely passionate about, which is obviously motorsport. Um, I'm I'm passionate about sport in general um, and feel very lucky and privileged to be in the, the position I am now.
0: Oh, well, that's great. So tell us what position you are in now then.
1: So I head up um, partnerships for an all-female motorsport series known as W Series. Um, prior to that, I joined W Series in 2019, so just over a year ago. And prior to that, I was working in uh, an all-electric motorsport series known as Formula E. So I've 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 moved away from sustainability and environmental impact and into the world of diversity and inclusion which is naturally being um, female I am I I can't help but be passionate about so um, it's it's very exciting times it's a a new property we've we've only been around for for just um, over 18 months two years um, and and we're two seasons down and very much looking forward to 2021 so yes I I have an exciting uh, an exciting work life
0: Is this is this what I I did hear them talk because I'm an F1 fan myself and and I'm becoming a a Formula E fan as well now because I've interviewed Mark Preston and obviously, as you know, I know Spencer. So I'm getting drawn into Formula E too. Um, But I I, I vaguely remember hearing David Coulthard talking about W series. Am Am I dreaming or is that is that right?
1: Yeah, so so um number one I, I know Mark Preston very well I used to work mm-hmm. um alongside Mark Preston at, at DS Tutor in Formula E um so so he's a very busy man as well at the moment um and and very much enjoyed my time there um David Coulthard is is of course um a huge ambassador of of W series and is actually um, uh, an advisory board member for for w series so he is um is very good friends with with um our chairman Sean Wadsworth, and our ceo catherine bonmuir um and and together they decided to to launch w series um in in 2018 running the first season in 2019 so um we're very much in our infancy um but of course as a a mission led brand and, and something new and, and disruptive, it's, it's a very exciting place to be in. Um, and you know, it's, it's all about looking to, to the future and how we grow and and widen participation for women in motorsport.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it is very exciting, actually. I, I really do. And I'm not just saying that even as a man, <laughs> I think it's really exciting. Um, uh, you, you know, is it something that um, you think is, shall we say, well overdue, or is oh. that an unfair statement?
1: <laughs> a- absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It it exists for that reason. Obviously, um, it's a huge, a huge issue in in motorsports. As as with many other sectors, you know, recently we've we've delved into the esports world and gaming world, and and really they face the same. Um, issues with regards to um with with regards to the number of women or females involved in in gaming in um sim racing and you know in motorsport and so you know w series is really it exists because it wants to tackle um you know the the clear um issues that that exist currently with with the lack of females that are competing in motorsport and at the highest levels. And the unique thing about motorsport, unlike other sporting properties, is that there is absolutely no reason why um, men and women cannot compete in the same arena. You know, obviously, unlike some of the more physical sports, um, such as football and rugby, there's, there's clear reasons as to why they can't compete together. Um, But, you know, motorsport isn't just obviously about physical performance. That is a big part of it. But it's it's you know, there's a a huge amount of technical um, development and technical understanding that's involved. Um, The drivers do a significant amount of sim development. Um, It's it's about reflexes. It's about risk management. Um, and there really is no reason why why females cannot compete against um, males. So that's, that's what yeah, makes yeah. it unique.
0: That, I think that's absolutely fascinating. And it, it also adds another level of arguably, and you can shoot me down on this, of course, but arguably it adds another level of excitement and fun because if you've got males and females in the race, you know, it's a bit like when you're at work or at school and it's the boys versus the girls and there's this kind of uh, rivalry that goes on between we've got to beat the girls, we've got to beat the boys. Um, you see, even I, I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, for example, as well, uh, in terms of the show that's on at the moment. So I do think it adds another level of entertainment and enjoyment, especially if the girls are beating the boys. <laughs> yes, yeah, of
1: course, of course. And, and you know, going back to... to why I'm passionate about it and obviously as a female I would be passionate about it and it's it's really about it's not just you know having um you know being in this fortunate position having this you know being part of W Series is actually about helping um you know more young girls um young females from around the world see motorsport as a potential career path and it's not just about being a driver you know it, we we we're, we're looking we run um uh, uh, many grassroots projects and community outreach programs that we're looking to to roll out into 2021 that looks at the the whole supply chain the whole ecosystem so from engineering to mechanics to team principles to marketing to communications to truck drivers and um, you know just to just widen participation across the board across across the paddock and you know um being able to race with with formula one next year is obviously um really exciting for w series it's a huge marketing global marketing platform and um and you know w series are excited to to have the opportunity to be able to partner with them so um that's that's an important part of our roadmap moving forward but um Yes, it's it's all it's all very exciting.
0: <laughs> has, has that, um has that come about at all as a result of some of the stuff that's been going on in Formula One with the equality conversation, or was all this going to happen anyway?
1: I mean, I can't I can't personally answer that. I think from, from a W series perspective, Formula One's a great platform and um, mm. you know we're we're excited to be able to work with them. Um, on the on the diversity and inclusion matters that that are important to, to Formula One and the teams within Formula One, I think that Formula One are very supportive of W Series. That's evident, um, and I think that the, the you know the the male racing drivers that we see on track are are excited about the prospect of having more females um, more females driving. So you know there, there's many female drivers out there across the globe racing in other series, but, you know, a huge part of, um, of the issue is obviously um, being able to, to fund um, the career and the development in order to then compete at the, at the highest level. So economic equality is something that, that we address because we are obviously a completely paid full platform it's, um, it's all about talent. So um, every driver competes in exactly the same car, exactly the same setup. And the idea is that it is competitive, that they all start on a, a level playing field um, and that they are um, assessed and judged and, um, and rewarded based on, on talent and talent alone. So um, that's an important part of, of the W Series and and our USP.
0: Do you know, that's a huge one because the discussion, as we all know in Formula One, has always been about who's in the best car and the difference yeah. it makes. in the, and, and I've seen it mentioned and discussed a few times about what would it actually be like if, you know, Verstappen was against Hamilton, was against Bottas and so on, all in the same car. And I think it fascinates everybody. So the fact that you're you've moved down that that route, I just think is major, really. you're leading the way, aren't you in that context? Yeah
1: yeah, of course, of course. Um, mm. so you know it's it's exciting times. It's about finding a balance as well because you know you, we have to um you know the the drivers have to raise their profiles, they have to get funding and backing and and sponsorship to be able to continue. Um, you know we we always say it's it's w series isn't a, a finished product by any means it's it's at the beginning of of what will hopefully be a, a successful story um in in you know five ten years time where you know we start to really see um those those females progressing and and competing at the higher levels so um yeah yeah very I, th- I think
0: I, th- I think it's wonderful so in terms of getting the youngsters more involved the young women involved is 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 getting into schools and colleges and maybe getting more conversation and more more communication in in the at the edge in the education arena is that really important at grassroots level
1: yeah of course because it starts mm. there we really want to reach mm. those young um girls um males and females um in 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 education at at, a, at primary school level to really um, engage with them and, um, you know, start working more on the education side to use W Series as a form of, you know, accessibility, Um, you know, to be able to encourage girls to get into engineering, to get into the sciences, to get into mechanics um, is is really what it's all about. and, And it has to form a large part of what W Series Moving, Moving forward does, and I think that you know we are only eighteen months down, two years down, and there's a long there's a long way to go. And um, you know this, all of these initiatives that that we're starting to build now, and we're starting to put the plans in place to roll out in 2021. I think um, you know in two years' time we we're going to have um, you know more and more success stories. Um, and whether that be on track with you know the likes of Jamie Chadwick, who's our champion in, in 2019 and secured her development drive for Williams F1. Um, I think also having success stories and and seeing some some young females from around the, the world um getting into engineering because they have, you know, they've met one of our, our drivers um at their school and and they've you know they've watched a W series race and they've seen you know these amazing young women um, competing and battling it out on 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 a racetrack is just fantastic. I think um, you know I, I hope um, that that we'll you know get more girls involved um, in all areas of motorsport as a result.
0: Yeah, I, absolutely. I'm I'm thinking about because I've got a 14 year old daughter, so without putting you completely on the spot. Um, if I was to say, wanted to encourage her to to look into this and as, as, as all the possibilities you've just mentioned there at the back end, as well as the front end, as it were, what sort of things should I be advising her to look at? Or, or do you see what I'm saying? Just to get a better understanding of the opportunities.
1: Well, I guess if you want to encourage her to be a racing driver, which um, is, is completely up to you, obviously it's a, a high <laughs> risk sport. So um, bear that in mind when you are uh, encouraging her to get.
0: <laughs> yeah, to this get is a theoretical the conversation.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> but, you know, just, um, just watching um, what W series has, has accomplished today. And, 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 mm. you know, looking at some of the, not just the races themselves, but, but, But some of the interviews and and the content that that the drivers are putting out online you know um, but the real inspiration is the the drivers and their journeys to w series and that the beauty of it is they've come from various backgrounds not all through the traditional routes um you know financially the the um you know the situations are very different from driver to driver they've all had their their challenges to overcome um and you know it's it's hugely inspiring to hear you know how they've got to where they're at today and why they've chosen to become part of w series and how w series is really helping them develop not just from a racing perspective but you know we provide media training Um, giving them, you know, really a platform to to raise their profiles, to develop their their communication skills um, and really be able to engage with with brands and with organizations and educational institutions around the world. So it's it's really powerful in that respect.
0: So massively, in a way, all about life skills as much as anything else.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, our drivers, um, so our, our youngest driver, Irina Sidakova, um, just turned 17 this year. She's, she's Russian. Um, and, and she was due to drive in 2020. Obviously we just, we, we didn't race, um, on track in 2020. Um, but, uh, Irina will be joining us in 2021. Um, so it's, it's, i'm sure she's extremely excited to finally get into a into a car and and start um racing around the track with w series i think it's you know it was a delay that i'm sure well she like all of us wouldn't have anticipated you know 8 9 months ago um so yeah
0: yeah sometimes i think you you wake up in the morning and think and I certainly think this will be the case next year where you look back on 2020 and think, did that really happen? <laughs> or did I did I have a dream or a nightmare as the case as the case might, case may be? Um okay, so um in terms of the sponsorship side of it, which I know obviously you, you're involved in, um is it tougher to get sponsors involved? Um, or is it the fact that women are involved and it means that there's more, shall we say, female-orientated brands, for want of a a better expression of putting it, are interested in it because it's got the female association?
1: Yeah, I think, of course, um, diversity and inclusion is a a topic, a hot topic for Mm. every organisation around the the world. Um, It's, I think, that you know this the sustainability umbrella crosses over environmental impact and and diversity and inclusion um and i think that um it's it make that makes it very easy to be able to engage with brands and organizations because um we we we're, t- we're talking about creating content and and ha- being a platform to communicating um what we are doing Within diversity and inclusion, um, and tackling some of those um, challenges, um, addressing some of the targets, um, and ultimately working together to to widen participation and um, and to increase the number of women not only in motorsport but in industry, um, and and what you know whatever level that may be, it's not just about having you know a high percentage of females on on the board of organisations it's actually about attracting more women into some of those areas especially the tech category is is you know um is heavily male dominated it's it's about yeah. encouraging young girls to get inspired and involved and see it as a potential career path from a young age and i think that's the that's the educational piece so naturally the conversations are um, are are around diversity and inclusion, and why we are passionate about it, and so um, that that makes my job a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, no, I, I can understand that. It's a bit different, isn't it? And I think anybody likes something that's a little bit different, and and it it is very different. And and not only that, but there's an, a story behind it already in terms of what in terms of what you've achieved. So I can see that. Um, just, um, just uh, going now into your passion. You mentioned that passion. Your your sport is one of your biggest passions. Where did that come from? Were you like uh, you know doing somersaults in the back bedroom when you were three, or 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 driving <laughs> even driving a toy car when you were four? How did you get the the passion for sport as a whole?
1: Yeah. So I think I've I've always been passionate about sport. My family are are passionate about various sports I mean I played um, golf when as a a child as a teenager actually Um, I swam I did dance and amateur dramatics and I did any sport going that I could I played hockey at school netball I I still play netball today well not currently but um, under normal circumstances I I play netball so I love team sports that sense of community and camaraderie um and having that that shared passion you know i i also train independently as well i love running and i you know participate in in um in events not at a competitive level by any means but more for fun and and have done marathons and i i did the montblanc marathon last year which was a a, a a challenge for me um so I like challenges I I love being challenged and you know sport health and fitness is a really good outlet for me um I've you know I've I've always been fit and healthy um, and into sport to some degree um since since you know being a child so and um, it's really part of of my everyday life um and so you know motorsport is one area of that obviously um and uh, you know it's it's great to be part of it because you actually get to work with athletes um and and i'm i'm particularly interested in this psychology the sports psychology of it all i'd like to actually um do more in that area but um but we'll see maybe i'll i'll do something on the side um in a few years time when i've got some some time off but um but yeah it's I, I I love sport, I think it's brilliant and I think it's accessible to anyone everywhere, you know um,
0: Yeah, yeah, no it's absolutely true, interestingly enough I was, um, uh, for my sins and if you follow football at all you'll know that being a Bolton Wanderers fan is not something you admit in public very often. Um, but I'll say it now in front of all these people watching this and you. Uh, but a few, a few years ago now, when Sam Allardyce was the manager there, um, I was involved in a project that involved interviewing him and such like. And um, they were, he was massive on sports psychology then. Um, he... he um, he was bring he brought psychologists in and sports psychologists but you know i remember very clearly it was it was a bit kind of it, it was really unusual and really quite weird back then you know and that's not that long ago um uh, but it seems now sports psychology now is almost very much part and parcel of the norm even yeah. in football
1: yeah i mean i i'm not a huge football fan but um but I grew up with with rugby league if I dare to admit that um my dad was <laughs> a huge rugby league fan and you know I went to went many matches so I I got to know rug- both rugby league and rugby union um to a degree but um but yeah it's it's changed um it's really changed since then to now and you know looking at at how they play now um and what's expected of them and just really um you know in terms of not just being good on the pitch but this this expectation they have to be you know provide this the full package um they have to be marketable so um i think yeah. that 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 that's the interesting part of it um and and some do it better than others obviously but i have um, recently been keeping up with with more of the 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 football the local football um and premier league this year i think because of lockdown and um been watching all the documentaries i watched the tottenham hotspur one um and the oh, leeds yes. one yeah and so um yeah. and, and obviously my family are huge spurs fans and chelsea fans and fulham fans so i've always been around football but it's actually given I, I've been watching more of the games. Um and and maybe it's because of of lockdown and the fact that you know we're we're trying to, to find other sports to get into <laughs> Yeah, I know I know. Um but but you know, yeah. just missing sport. I think that's it. Mm. Missing sport this year. Um, mm. you know, I'm looking at other sports mm. that I probably wouldn't normally watch or have time to watch. You know, I mean the Formula One is obviously um is is obviously top of my list but um beyond w series but um but it's a huge amount of time invested to 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 watch the formula one um you know um if if you watch the whole show from from practice through to the race and um, so that eats up a lot of time normally so it's great to see more sports now coming um coming back alive and and running again i think a lot of people have missed that
0: yeah that's that's so true and uh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty as charged. Um, I watch all the practices and everything. You know, yes. Fats says won tomorrow, isn't it? The starting tomorrow, again tomorrow. And um, yeah, and I watch all the practices. And, and my wife says, look, I know you watch the qualifying and I know you watch the the, the main race, but do you have to watch the practices as <laughs> well?
1: It's yes. ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs>
0: it's crazy. Um, yeah. Just, just go, picking up on something you said there about rugby league, I'm assuming yeah. St. Helens.
1: Yes yeah, so my dad is is originally from saint helens, yeah. helen's um so yeah i um i when i I first started watching it there was um a player called Bobby Goulding and he was he was the player that I always followed um for saint helen's and and i that was a thing that me and my dad did together um so we used to go. We didn't so much go up to Nosley Road, what was Nosley Road back then in Saint Helens, but we'd watch the big matches and the the Challenge Cup finals in in Wembley or Twickenham, wherever it was at that time. And it was kind of something um, good that me and my me and my dad did together. And I, I hear that a lot now. You know, it's this whole kind of dads and daughters thing. I think. Um, that's that's one thing that that we talk about a lot in in w series you know um dads who are, are motorsport fans being able to now bring their daughters to watch um w series because um naturally they'll be interested because it's it's young females competing so um it's it's a great thing to be able to go to to watch sport with with your your son or your daughter um and and I think yeah, sport is is just brilliant for many reasons. But that was that was a a good memory for me. Um, we don't we don't go to um, rugby matches anymore. But but hopefully um, hopefully in the future we'll be doing more of that again.
0: <laughs> well, I follow Salford, which might not surprise you because I'm just up the road from Salford here. So uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Salford rugby fan. Um uh-huh,
1: okay.
0: So you could yeah, you're not gonna. You're not going to now disconnect, are you? Now that I've told you No, that.
1: if you'd have said you're a Wigan um or Bradford, no uh, I might have done. But yeah, <laughs> it was it was, a, it was always Wigan, Wigan or Bradford. Um yeah, so uh yeah. yeah.
0: Do you know when you when you were talking before about uh, your you know your interest in sport and one of one of the things that I'm finding interesting as I go on this almost like this journey of investigation into passions and drivers behind passions and such like. When you were talking about all those those sports that you're interested in or you follow or you play, um, it got me thinking, actually. Do you think – the well, there's two questions, really. Number one, are you a bad loser? And number two, is there any possible <laughs> – and then it leads on to is there a link between the level and depth of passion that makes winning so imperative
1: yes and no um so i'm extremely competitive obviously um but for example I, i play netball um and i'm not particularly good at netball i'm not i wouldn't say i'm the best netball player on the court but i get an a for effort and so because I'm not technically that good, I, d- I put myself in a position where I can use my um, my physical skill, i.e. Um, running, to, um, to, to compete against my component who might be slightly more technical than me um, and a better netball player. So I I tend to adopt the, the wing attack or wing defence or centre role because um, I can just run up and down the court which at at the top level of of netball you wouldn't be doing because they don't play like that but I play in a very low level lowly low level league um and it's more just for fun as opposed to um you know um competition or winning but we we still get very emotional on court I mean you know um people come off crying and we're so disappointed if we lose a game but um also, we're ecstatic if we miraculously win a game. So I think if if you're into sport, um, I would say that you are competitive to some degree. Obviously, it varies. Um, I've always been competitive. I'm one of three children. I've I've had to be, and I'm the youngest of three. Um, so you've always had to fight for what you <laughs> what you want. Um, and maybe it's come from come from that. Maybe that maybe that's why. Um, i'm i'm so competitive i think my determination um was always evident as a young child i think it's part of my personality um so yeah that's probably why i love sports so much because i'm you know rooting for somebody to win and and if i'm playing i'm rooting for for me to win obviously um but am i a bad loser i would say i probably was 15 years ago but you know i've I've become accustomed to losing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, the funny thing is I'm the same. I was terrible
0: when I was younger. Terrible, you know, sulking, right. I'm not playing this board game anymore with my family. My sister's cheap and I'm sure she is. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. it's, as I've got older, I, nowadays i'm I'm not like that anymore to the same degree I, obviously i don't like my football team losing it and it's not in your control anyway uh but certainly uh i as i maybe it's a maybe you mellow a little joe when you as you get older i don't know
1: i i think with team sport yes but for example i i funny thing is i find i I find ways to amuse myself say if i'm out running or i've got into cycling in a big way this summer because um it's been locked down i've got my road bike and i've been going out cycling which has been amazing really really good but if i'm cycling on my own and i see a cyclist in front of me i have to overtake that cyclist i don't know why (laughs) but i can't just Poodle along and ignore the fact that someone else is cycling. I have to overtake them, even if it, um, if it, even if it kills me. And I'm the same in the swimming pool. If I'm in a swimming pool and there's other people in the swimming pool, um, I have to swim faster than the person in front of me. So, I don't know. I don't do, know. Do you
0: know? It, do you know? It's coming out, Joe it's coming out it, you 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 try to be a little bit mad but you're obviously very very competitive maybe i shouldn't have asked you the question maybe i should have asked some <laughs> of your friends the question and then they were going oh don't talk about
1: how yeah i know Joey. i know yeah but it's yeah you
0: have to be though especially i mean you know we talk about uh what we're talking about motorsport in particular and obviously as i say formula one's what i know about and uh, you do see it you know with 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 what one of the greatest um you know Lewis Hamilton he can be such a sulker you you know if he's kind of lost or things haven't quite gone his way he's not particularly likable at that moment in time I think
1: well I like I I rate Lewis Hamilton obviously um and I I totally empathize I mean I work with with drivers now um Mm. you know and um, and have done. I I did in Formula E, and so you really get to know how what happens behind the scenes, and actually what they give up um, and what they go through to be able to compete at that level is mm. is so impressive. So, you know, when they do lose or, or something doesn't doesn't quite work out at a particular race or a particular event, you know, you you understand why they get so frustrated and. Perhaps don't want to talk to the media immediately after because to them that's what they're there for that's that's what they've they've worked towards their whole life so um yeah i I totally empathize and you know I'm not a professional athlete but but that's why you know understanding their challenges and that journey to getting to that one event um i think is 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 a great you know I'm so fortunate to have have that relationship. Um, with some of the with some of the drivers and the athletes and you know I work with um, a a driver now at W Series called Naomi Schiff she's uh, she races under the Rwandan flag and she raced for W Series in 2019 and since then she's come into W Series um, and she is our our diversity and inclusion ambassador so she works with me on a day-to-day basis and no, so I have many meetings with her and, and clients, and um, really, she's the case study. So I bring her along, and she just talks about her journey and you know her experiences, and it's just it just makes you feel so good about what you're doing because um, you know she's the result of of W series. She's you know one of the success stories, and I think that um, you know to work with someone like her on a daily basis is a privilege. Um, so yeah, it's, it's all about passion. It's all about drive. And, um, if, if you, if you're not passionate about what you do, um, then, you know, I think that, that you should do something you, you are passionate about because life's short. Um, yeah,
0: that's, that's a wonderful, that's a wonderful way of putting it. And I guess from what you were saying there a minute ago, um, sacrifice, being prepared to make some sacrifices along the way, if you want to be the yeah. best
1: yeah yeah definitely um and and, and that goes to it to everyone you know if, if i work in a in an extremely demanding industry um and you you know to a degree you live and breathe it you know it's it's the, you you live and breathe it twenty four hours a day, so um, you have to be passionate about what you do but you know, in a previous life, i worked in educational publishing um for years i started out in marketing in educational publishing and you know it, it gave me a good um a good strong background in marketing and and I got to meet some fantastic people but it got to the point where I thought yeah I'm I'm not getting what I want from from this career. I you know I was I was in a great position I had great friends and I had a good work-life balance but um I wanted to to work in something that I loved so naturally moving into sport um, ticked all those boxes
0: for me. Cool. That's, that's absolutely wonderful.
1: Right. Okay. So final
0: question then final question is where can people get one of those lamps from?
1: Oh, um, that, is a, <laughs> that is a made a made lamp. I need to do that. It's like, oh. <laughs> that from maid.com. <laughs> Um, <laughs> i getting a bit dark. I should probably have it on now. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, it's Press wonderful. I'm going down. to go straight on Amazon and see if I can find one. There
1: you go. Uh,
0: <laughs> Joe, jo, thanks very much for joining me today. Absolutely fantastic. If people can't be inspired by that, particularly young women and women, um, I think what you're doing is fantastic. I'm really looking forward to watching how the W series develops and especially, obviously, as it supports Formula One uh, next year. And uh, thanks for sharing all your insights, and for sharing with us the fact that you're a bad loser. It's very appreciated. <laughs> Thank you so much, Phil. Lovely to
1: speak to you. <laughs>
0: thanks, Joe. Take, Take care. care. See you again, bye See bye. you again. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.